Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the People by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. That's right. It's the NBA edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. I'm your host, Martin Weiss, joined here with just a kid from Kansas City, Mark Gunnels. How are you doing today, my friend? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I think we're both in rainy places. It's raining out here in L.A. I saw it's like snowing, I think, out there in New York, right? It was snowing sideways yesterday in Brooklyn, and I was miserable. I'm not built for this anymore. I don't like cold weather. And it's just, no, 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 no. Bring me back to California. I'll be back tomorrow. I can't wait. (laughs) New York City is just not, it's too much going on, man. It is too complicated out here for me. But shout out to everybody who's hit me up, especially John Filippo. He DM'd me and said, hey, if you ever make it out to Staten Island, home of one Edward Spaghetti, drinks were on him. I don't think I'll be taking that deal up, but uh, there you have it. So thanks for everybody who listens and, and supports the podcast, including Nate Meads. He won the March Oscars Prop Culture Quiz. Mark Gunnels, I'm sure you finished highly on that. I'm sure you did great, but didn't get the nine that Nate got. So he wins that. And if you can hear my voice and you're near Las Vegas, I don't know what you're doing tomorrow and Friday, but it needs to be spending it with Cousin Sal and Harry in Vegas at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club for the start of the March Madness tournament. They're doing race to tens. You ever bet the race to 10, Mark? Yeah. It is, uh, it's a, like, you can only imagine, obviously, you bet it in the NBA more often oh, yeah. than you do in college basketball. 100%. But, you know, you can get to that under five minute timeout, <laughs> that, that first media timeout, and still have your bet be live because the score will be seven to six yeah. with 15 minutes and 30 seconds left in the, in the first yeah. half. It's a great thrill, man. Like, and if you like quick money, you know, that's the way to go, right? Like you said, it can happen really quick or it can take after that first five minute timeout. But regardless, it's going to happen within the first quarter. So, yeah, I, I like the race to 10, especially in the NBA, because you, you never know how these teams start off, man. But it's a fast paced game. And uh, I might do some for college basketball tomorrow as well. Now, you have gone to extrapoints.com slash arcade and filled out your bracket for the bracket challenge, correct? I'm doing that today. Ooh, you know why you're better. <laughs> you know, you know, you know why though? If you tell me why perfect. Yeah. Through Sunday. Right. So yeah. you hit the 64, right. And then you hit the 32, right. Sal, our fearless leader. Yes, sir. Is paying mortgage or rent, whichever applies to you for an entire year. I don't know about you, (laughs) but I could use that. Yeah, I would suggest that's life changing. Go on there and fill it (laughs) out. And that's not just for us. That's forever. It it hits it completely perfect. First, uh, the first two rounds of this tournament, first weekend of the tournament. That will be a sight to see. And uh, I am hoping that like they're making jokes on extra points. Like, you know, Jerry Jones will enter in the contest or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, dude, better pay my my mortgage, Jerry Jones. So are your Jayhawks going to repeat? Yes. And I'm glad you asked me that. And this is why I'm going to say this. It hasn't happened since the Florida Gators did it. Remember that, Team Martin? 
The old team Noah. Yeah. Corey Brewer. Yeah. I think Al Horford was on that team too, right? Or is that before him? I can't remember. I before him. I, yeah, I yeah. Them, uh, Ronnie, uh, Corey Brewer, uh, Mike Miller. Yeah, Mike uh, Miller. Joaquin Mike Noah. Miller. I can't remember the point guard. Yeah, we're missing somebody. But uh, yeah, it hasn't happened in over tw- about 20 years now. And it's very rare that it happens. It, which makes this more unique if it does happen. It's not the same team as last year that KU had. Like Florida team, they ran it back. They all came back. This is a completely new team for the most part. You know, you got Grady Dick, uh, this the super diaper dandy, right? And then you got guys like Jalen Wilson that returned from last year, but I had a, a much increased role. And he finished the first team All-American this year. So, you know, they expect Bill Self to be back. He may not coach tomorrow against Howard. We're recording on a Wednesday, but you won't need him against them. Uh, shout out to HBCU, though. You know, much love to the Howard Bisons for making the tournament, but uh, it will be very short-lived. But I think he'll be back for the second round on Saturday when you play most likely Arkansas. I think they probably are going to win that game. A little teaser there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's wide open. I mean, you look at this year, most years you kind of have a sense there's that one team that's just dominant, much better than everybody else. There's not that team this year. I mean, Houston, for crying out loud, I don't understand why they were a higher priority on the number one line than Kansas. There's no reason why Kansas shouldn't have been in the Midwest. So they disrespected KU. They should have been playing in Kansas City for the regional. Now they're out west. They got to play in Las Vegas, your favorite city, Martin. They put them in the west region. Can you believe that? But you know what? They're going to take that as disrespect. They're going to get Bill Self back. And I think that's going to give them the emotional lift that they need after getting their kicked against Texas in the Big 12 championship game last week. That was embarrassing. So what's your final four then? Well, I haven't filled out my bracket exactly yet. I'm doing it today. I'm a last minute. I'm a last minute bracket guy. But if you just told me, like, ask me on face value, I'm like Kansas, obviously. And I can see it's not official, but I wouldn't be surprised if Duke made a run. I really wouldn't, man. They're getting hot at the right time. They just won the ACC championship. I know their first year without Coach K, but we saw Carolina kind of do a similar thing last year, right? Their first year without Roy Williams with Huber Davis. They went all the way to the finals. They got hot at the right time. So I wouldn't be shocked if Duke came out of that region. And then you're looking at, I think Houston's an early exit, man. I, I'm not buying the Houston stock. I'm not. They haven't played anybody. They're in a weak conference. They're very talented. But when they play a team that's even somewhat close to them on a talent level, how will they react when the game gets close in the second half? I'm not 100% sold. I'm not. So, like I said, I'm filling my bracket today, so I don't have the exact Final Four for you now, but I do know that Kansas will repeat. Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, Bill Self gets another ring. Best coach in the country. There was a lot of things you just said just now that I don't have the energy to argue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Bill Self is the best coach in the country or not, but I'm going to let you have it today. Uh, I mean, who else, would you, who else would you put over him? That's why I said I don't have this. I don't know. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have the energy at this moment. I think the winner of this Arizona Alabama Elite Eight matchup is going to be your eventual champion. Um, I, like I think Alabama. it's going to be. I think it's going to be Alabama. I have my final four: Alabama, Duke, Houston. Your early exit and uh, Kansas. Why does everybody hate Grady Dick? Maybe because of his last name. I don't know. Hmm. 
Fair enough. <laughs> Fair Just enough. Easy, easy target, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But let's take a quick break, and then we will get into the main subject of this podcast. The NBA. Building the perfect same game parlay can be time consuming, but with Quick Picks, the Caesar Sportsbook app does the work for you. Quick Picks are pre built same game parlays that turn today's biggest headlines, storylines, and games into bets. They're quick and easy to use, and you can't miss them. They're right on the home screen of your Caesar Sportsbook app. Give them a try, and if you haven't downloaded the app yet, register using code Omaha Full and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake up to $1,250 back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537, or in West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Mark. I'm in New York right now. I bet on the Knicks last night to beat the Trailblazers, and the Trailblazers are going to be the reason why the Lakers sneak into this play-in tournament, and it's going to make me sick, and i got to sit there and look at Dame Lillard on J.J. Reddick's podcast saying he doesn't like what the NBA is becoming. Well, I don't like it when you don't win games. How about that? Because I would like it better if you would win some damn games. Like, the, I just want the Blazers in the play-in so bad. And you know what? It's not going to happen. And you know what is going to happen? The Lakers are going to sneak into this thing with Anthony Davis scoring eight points and getting 10 rebounds. Uh, that is so disingenuous. Uh, did you watch him last night against the Pelicans? I think he had like almost 30 and 20 in that game. 
Um, yeah. they were up I, looked by, at the, I looked at the score at halftime. I'm like, oh, God. And, and I love how you just give these backhanded compliments to the Lakers. You can't just fully give them credit. Talking about sneaking in. Like, they're not 9-4 and four since making all of these trades. Like, like, they're not a completely different team with shot making now. Malik Beasley, they actually have guys that can put the ball in the bucket. Is refreshing that this is the way basketball was meant to be played. That's all they needed was real basketball players. And they got it now. And LeBron has been seen shooting free throws, Martin. He was shooting free throws in New Orleans last night, one of your old cities. He's slowly getting ready. He's gearing up for the comeback because, like you said, they will be in the play-in. And I think we need a cap of consequences for you, right? Didn't we make a bet on that? I, think I don't know if we ever officially did it. We were trying to get it going. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get me and Sal on one side and you and Dave on the other. But you know what? I'll bring it up the next time I talk to those fellas, and we'll see if we can get something solid because there's still time. Yeah, sure. The Utah Jazz. The New Orleans <laughs> Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy stock in Lori Markinen and a Zion list Pelicans, man. You're desperate right now. Well, but uh yeah, this Lakers team, man, you can keep denying it all you want to. We're gonna keep having these conversations. The Nuggets have lost four in a row. I'm telling you, you cannot tell me with confidence there's any team in the West the Lakers cannot beat in a series with LeBron back in the fold with this current team. The West is wide open. They can come out the West, Martin. You got to open up to the possibility. It's a real thing. I'll do it next week. Now, (laughs) (laughs) but what does interest me here, the Denver Nuggets have lost, like you said, four in a row, five and five in the last 10. Now, we've had a terrible, disgusting turn in the MVP discourse recently. However, (laughs) we may not have to worry about this. We may not have to worry about Yoki's getting his third straight MVP because They keep losing. Yeah. And I'm glad we're having this discussion now because I'm curious to see where you stand on this. Um, And in a weird way, I think it may be a good thing if Jokic doesn't win this MVP for himself because of guys like you. Because if he wins three in a row and doesn't at least make it to the conference finals, guys like you will absolutely tear him to shreds. Are you You serious? I'll get this. Edward Scissorhands. I cut him up, cut him to pieces. You know, two is like, okay, you won two in a row. We've seen Steve Nash do that before, but three? Three is like uncharted territory at that point. So, like I said, I think it may be for his better judgment. Well, it's not his. It's not up to him, but the Nuggets losing four in a row obviously does not help his case. When you got Embiid still playing at a high level, and they could potentially be the second seed. They're only a game behind, I believe, the Boston Celtics right now. So if they get the second seed and their record is really similar to the Nuggets, you have a real argument that Embiid should win MVP and not to mention he has kind of the sympathy vote because people thought he should have won it last year. So that kind of narrative is helping him out a little bit. So I, I think the tides are shifting. If you look at the odds, too, they're coming down on Jokic. He's still the favorite, but it's not overwhelming like it was a few weeks ago. It was like plus 700. Now it's in the plus 100. So it's a big difference. I just have I was like the, the discourse about the Western Conference. It's wide open. Mark Gunnels just said that three seconds ago. It's wide yeah. open. The yeah. Lakers could beat any team in here with LeBron. Yeah. I just don't feel like the most valuable player is in this conference. It can't be. Because why is it so wide open then? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it so open? It can't be this open. John Morant <laughs> just checked into rehab or whatever in, in Florida, and the Grizzlies, well, I don't know, six and four in the last 10. They just keep running right along, second place in the, in, the, in the conference, second place in the standings. Sacramento keeps lighting the beam. Kevin Durant gets hurt. Oh, well, Phoenix still right at the four spot. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. why is this thing so open if the MVP is supposed to be in the Western Conference? I'm not buying it. But Kevin Durant, that's the one. Right? You talk about the Lakers can be anybody with LeBron. They have to get him back, and he has to be playing. I, I'm so shocked he's out this long. It seemed like it's a freak accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's shocked to see they shut him down for the year. But I think that if he can't come back, you look at the way the Nets moved on from KD and Kyrie, and you look at where they moved on to, it's pretty disastrous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You look at them, the Mavericks right now, right? And it seems like at this point it's going to be a rental that Kyrie is probably going to move on this offseason. I don't see him resigning there in Dallas. And you gave up your best perimeter defender for a guy that obviously enhances your offensive ceiling. Uh, but at the same time, does it move the needle for you at all? I mean, as of right now, you're 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 teetering with being the plan. You're you're looking at a potential first round exit. So you didn't really move the needle at all if you're Dallas. You you gave Luca, another ball handler, another guy that can create his own shot, sure. But the drop off defensively has been dramatic, and and, and now you got Luca out, right? Like Luca's out with a, with his thigh injury, right? And then Kyrie's missing games for personal reasons. So it, it's a mess down there in Dallas. It's a mess. You swing for the for the fences, you know, something that people were calling for. Get Luca help. Get Luca some help. Well, you got him some help, and nah, you still need help. You you still need help. I don't know. It's an ugly situation there. And then in Phoenix, like you said, I'm surprised that Katie's been out this long because for something that was just like a freak accident, right? But at the same time, I think he was one of those guys that he doesn't need that many reps on a certain team because he's a seamlessly fit anywhere he goes. He's a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands that much. But you still want to get him in there for a few games before the playoffs start. So, man. Things are just shaping up very, very weirdly in that Western Conference, man. Yeah. What are you uh, speaking of the Western Conference? The Kings. You know, they're yeah. like the fun story of the NBA, right? They're like, can yeah. you believe Sacramento is going to make the playoffs? Yeah, I can believe it. They're 13 games over 500. They're the, they're, they're the three seed. Um, yeah. But what do you make of uh, Trey Lyles getting yeah. into it with, with uh, my MVP? Giannis, Darren <laughs> Fox in the post game. All Giannis had to do was dribble the ball out. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's just that's not the type of energy that you see from plucky upstarts. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> they're not. They're not happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like you're trying to talk yourself into taking a, a stab on the Kings coming out the Western Conference. I did those... it on Tuesday. Oh, you only did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew he was gonna budge. I knew it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, I love it. it. What you get at plus what fourteen hundred? I was something like a seventeen, maybe. Oh, I gotta wow. look it up. But I, wow. I get it on like Sal. Sal, I was talking to, like we were doing a podcast Tuesday morning, and I was just like, you know what? 
forget it. I went to sleep Monday night thinking, why not? Why can't they? And if, if nothing else, it'll be should be a good hedge down the line for you yeah. know because I I don't see they like the best offense in basketball. They score a ton of points. De'Aaron Fox, they then make that the clutch award now this year's first year to give it out. Yeah, he's going to win that by a by a landslide. Yeah, he's unstoppable with under three minutes left in the game. He doesn't make bad decisions. His shot has caught up to his speed in terms of his ability to, to I mean, and then, I don't know, he just adds a bonus right down there. Boom. I, I mean, what, two, three-time All-Star? Like, yeah. and great passer, good, decent defender, like, and especially just big man, like, which is a key. Like, you look at a lot of the other teams, like the Nuggets, their big man will get played off the floor. We won't get played off the floor because he's Jokic, but it, I mean, it's evident that he causes them issues defensively. That's yeah, not Sabonis. Yeah, hundred percent. And like we always talk about off record, I think the main pushback is on the Kings is the typical. Well, they haven't been here before. They're young. The playoffs are a different story. The game's going to slow down. Things of that nature, right? And, you know, that's those are all fair criticisms. I think it's all going to be based on matchup. Like, imagine if they played the Mavs in the first round. Could you talk about no defense being played in the series? <laughs> that would be a fun series. I wonder if the, the, the totals for that would be crazy. Oh, my God. It would be insane. And you know what's crazy? I might lean the Kings in that matchup. They would have home court. Right. Yeah, they, they have the clear advantage inside. I mean, who who are the maps throwing out there? Uh, uh, undersized center and Christian Wood or uh, Powell, uh, the guy who has no rim protection and can't move laterally at all. So that would be a tough matchup. And then just imagine Sacramento, like the home court advantage there. They haven't had a playoff series there in God knows how long. They might bring the cow cowbells back out. Remember that back in the early 2000s, Martin? You old enough yeah. to remember that? The good old cowbells and... <laughs> Might bring some guys back from the 2000s teams. Might, might bring back Mike Bibby, Vlade, Chris Weber. My favorite player on those teams was Bobby Jackson. The backup player. <laughs> One of the best six men in the league back then at that time. Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of good energy there in Sacramento right now. And you know what? You may have sold me on, you know, put a little flyer on Kings coming out the West. Not my official prediction, but with those odds, why not? Like you said, why not? So you have a matchup today, the Warriors and the Clippers. Ooh. Two teams. Is that the same four five? record? What's that? That's, uh, the, four, no, that's the four five? No, the Suns are in the four spot as of now. This is the okay. five six matchup. Could see this in the playoffs. Well, no, it'll be um, three six. The three plays the six in the first round. The four plays the five. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, no, so we yeah. could see this, but we could see this in the playoffs. Like, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they could move up to the four seed. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, the Suns sure. could fall, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But with this matchup, it's interesting because the Clippers had Terrence Mann, and it was working. It was fine. Everything was good. Then they go get Russ after Paul George is like, hey, I want Russ. I have a feeling. Hmm. And part of the reason why Russ is playing so much in these early season games, or not early season, but like in this post trade deadline pre playoff moment, yeah, it's for Ty Lue to show that this doesn't work. 
<laughs> and we're not going to be running him 38 minutes in the playoffs. If they mm. like, like, I really think that. That's an interesting theory there. Like it's a conspiracy theory. Like, like it's conspiracy for sure, but it's like, hey, you know what? We'll let you guys try to figure it out. And then when it fails, just like, boom. Now let me handle this. Yeah. I mean, that definitely could be the case. I just don't know if Ty Lu has the gall, the guts in him to say, Russ, you're not playing this many minutes in the playoffs. We're going to cut your minutes in half. You're only playing 20 to 25 minutes a night. I just don't think he has it in him to do that to Russ. A guy that has such a big personality. And you know, in those moments, he's going to want to be in the game. And, you know, I, I know he shows to be a good teammate on the sidelines right now and, you know, clapping guys up and stuff like that. But when it comes to playoff basketball, that's a whole different level of intensity. So we'll see. I, I like your theory, though, you know, and the fact that that should be the, the case. That, sh- that should be what he does. But we know these things don't always happen the way that it should happen. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. And my, my only thing to that is, though, why would you play around with that right now when you're fighting for playoff positioning? I mean, these seeds can change every single day. You want to They get are home. changing every day. I know, but you want to get home court if you can get into that top four, right, if you're the Clippers. So why mess around with this lineup if this is not what you want to do come playoff time? You should be prepping your team for playoff basketball right now. There's only 14, 15 games left. Yeah, I mean, I... I personally wouldn't have gotten in the Russell Westbrook business, but I think since since he is in it now, they, you know they got to do something, and it's in, it's interesting just to see the di- the dynamic there and how that all plays out. Now, you know if the Lakers, they they have to win tonight against Houston. Yeah, like these are the games that. If you're me, you're banking on, all right, they're going to lose this. <laughs> they're going to lose, like, they're going to blow this game. That's how I'm looking at it. But the Eastern Conference has some interesting matchups tonight. Philly and Cleveland. Donovan like Mitchell that. has been really, I'd say, a revelation, I think, in Cleveland. Who knew if you put that guy with a couple seven-footers behind him, more than just one, you know, you can be a Quality. I mean, I think he's taking his game to a new level this year. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then not only that, you pair him with another guy that can handle the ball and put him in good positions because he's not a point guard with a guy like Darius Garland. You know, in Utah, they were trying to force him to be kind of that that point shooting guard combo type of guy, but he handled the ball a lot as if he was a makeshift point guard. But that's not really his game. He, he's really a shooting guard in a point guard's body. So now you pair him with the guy that's a true floor general in Darius Garland that can take some pressure off him, doesn't have to handle the ball that much. He can just focus on what he does best, and that's putting the ball in the bucket. So I, I do think that has bode well for him, in addition to having two seven-footers behind him as well. Um, they're they're building the really good there in Cleveland, right? And I think it begs for a bigger question here, big picture-wise, because when we talk about the East, we always mention, you know, obviously Milwaukee. We mentioned Boston. Some put Philly into that same tier as well. But we never talk about Cleveland in that discussion at all. Are, are you willing to say that they could be one of those teams in that first tier in the East? 
I think so. I think the gap in the East is a little bit less big than, or smaller, I should say. That's the word for less big, small. It's smaller than uh, than people make it out to be. I think, you know, we see Giannis and the Bucks, and they're so dominant in the regular season. And Giannis is so dominant as a player that I think we kind of fall in love with that. And then especially, you know, you watch you know, Tatum and Brown last year in the postseason and how they played with um, how they played under Udoka. I, I don't they're not the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that like they're bad. Obviously, Boston's not a bad team, but a we saw Milwaukee run out of gas last year and really Giannis run out of gas because that is a one man show for real. And everybody's talking about when Chris Middleton gets back. But that's been a long time and it hasn't been happening. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's not he's not playing in the, at the at the level that he has been when he was like really the go to shot maker for the Bucks, right? Where Giannis yeah. is the best player, but Middleton is the guy they're drawing up plays for to get open shots. So, like, I think that it's not as wide open as the West because the West, it feels like any team with a dance ticket could win it. You know what I'm saying? But I like the top half of the East a, a lot. I like I like, uh, I like the Knicks, even though – but Brunson but – they need Brunson. Brunson is – it's a now started without Brunson. But yeah. I like the Cavs. I like the Cavs. Uh, 76ers give me a little pause. I just, it, here's the thing. I'm going to be really pissed off when it shows up in the second round of the playoffs and Doc Rivers is playing 10 people and Mac McClung's out there for whatever, or something stupid like that. And I'm like, oh, why is this rotation so big? Why aren't you playing your best six, seven players like everybody else does in the playoffs? And then they're going to lose in the second round. It's going to piss me off even that much more. Yeah, so we kind of went over it a little bit, but we didn't really dive into it that much. Your guy, your boy, John Morant, has entered a counseling program in Florida. Well, what are your initial thoughts? I think I might have been wrong with him playing again this year. That was my first thought. Whoa, elaborate. Well, how long is he supposed to be doing this? You know, there's no, t- like, no timetable right now. That's what it, it was. No timetable, but it was like I guess when they put a number initially, two games and then four games. It's like, okay, well, I'm thinking, all right, well, if they keep putting numbers on it, then there's probably some level of like thinking it's going to come back. Nah, man, I'm I don't know. I'll, it'll be interesting to see what uh how he comes back from this is counseling. I don't really. I wonder what exactly. He's being counseled on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like what? It, but how about those pictures? <laughs> That's a lot of money on the ground. It was. was a lot of ones, man. Uh, your guy had a good time in that, like, it was a private area, right? There was nobody in there except him and the dancer. Do you think there was more money on the floor in the VIP room of Shotgun Willie's that night in Denver? Or... Sal and the paying more to pay the rent or mortgage of somebody for an entire year if they get the bracket <laughs> right. I think it might be close. Man, that's a that's a good one, actually. That's a really good question. You know what? I'm gonna say Sal, but it depends on who wins. You know, a guy that like you, you have a very big mortgage. You know, <laughs> you, you live you live in the high rise out here in LA. So oh, your, yeah. your mortgage is gonna cost a lot. So if you win it, then I'm definitely going to say Sal. Now, if a guy like me wins it with humble beginnings, 
you know, a low rent, then I'm gonna go with John Morant. But you live in the the the, the high rise up here in LA, man. So yeah, oh, you win for is, sure. Oh, is that what it is? The high yeah, rise. Yeah, I've been What's to your that? house, man. You live in the high rise up in the On hills. The first man. floor. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. So you know, there's just this talk around the NBA. I mean around the NFL rather. They say Carson Wentz is probably the most expensive player without the without the output, right? You know what I'm saying? In terms of what he's draft capital, everything's been traded for him to get mm-hmm. him on the roster. And I believe he after he got cut. I think the NBA's version of this is Ben Simmons. Mm. Who is yeah. still out. Speaking of no timetable, right? <laughs> yeah, no time. Yeah, speaking of no timetable, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, it's really crazy, man. And it's funny that we're mentioning him right now. A former number one pick. When another former number one pick got picked up today in the NFL, your boy Baker Mayfield uh, got signed today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ben Simmons. Talk about a guy that, what a mystery, right? Like, it's kind of hard to really even have a strong take either way as far as his ability on the court because we don't see him on the court that much. And then when we do see him on the court, we're like, okay, it was the situation, you know, it was bad blood there in Philly. Embiid and Doc Rivers took shots at him after that Hawks series. He was kind of exiled there, right? Then he goes to Brooklyn. You're like, oh, okay, now you're paired with some some guys that you th- might have your back, you know, especially Kevin Durant, you know, and, you know, things just didn't materialize there. You're like, okay, you don't have to score now because you got Durant there. You got Kyrie Irving there. You could just truly play your game, just play defense, get rebounds, and, you know, dish the ball around. And obviously those guys are gone now. Now there's no timetable on Ben Simmons. and it ultimately, to me, comes down to this. And I think this has always been the thing with him. And I think now we can say with confidence. I think this is one thing we can have a strong take on with Ben Simmons. He doesn't love the game of basketball. I don't think he likes it. <laughs> he may not even yeah. like it very much. I think, the, I think he just happened to be 6'10", 6'11", had some skills. Like, you know what? I can make a living off of this game. But I don't really have the, the desire to put my blood, sweat, and tears in it. I got my bag. I got the lifestyle. I can get any woman I want out there in his mind, right? Got the fancy cars. I think he's I think he's content. I think he's a I think that's what it is, man. And it's sad to see because I thought I was high on him coming out the draft. I really thought he had super super potential to be one of those guys to be the face of the league. Yeah, well, right now he gets his outfits off because on the sideline. That's about, oh yeah, that's about for sure. He's, league he, fits. He's the face yeah. of league fits. Oh yeah, he's always posted on league fits on Instagram. <laughs> but I, I know I really never say that I could do anything better than a professional athlete since it's a job. But I do think I could shoot better than Ben Simmons. I don't think that's a stretch. <laughs> to I, say I, the I least, I think I could shoot better than Ben Simmons. I, I think that's a fair, fair opinion. <laughs> now. Did you see this? The, uh, the Warriors title odds, I think, should drop significantly. As just came across my Twitter timeline, Colin Cowherd said he does not foresee Andrew Wiggins returning this season. Well, Whoa. On the topic of timetables. Wow. His personal issues have seemed to have remained personal and issues. 
this long and won't see him again this year per Colin Cowherd. I don't think that's something he just would throw out there if he didn't think it was true. But uh, oh, he's he's saying it for the rest of the season or just the regular season. Let's see here. I'm told last night Andrew Wiggins likely does not return for the season, says Colin Cowherd. Oh, wow. Wow. So, you know, I as crazy as it sounds, they can't win a title without him. I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, I know. You, you, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> um, I, I still stand that uh, he's their second best two-way player. Well, he's their best two-way player. He's their second best player overall on the team. I know Clay Thompson's been looking good this year. He's getting his shot back and his rhythm back, but he's still not the same guy defensively that he used to be. Uh, Wiggins is a guy that you can plug and play. He's a guy that, you can put on the opposing team's best player and say, you got him for 40 minutes tonight and make life hell for him and still get you 18 to 20 points a night and six, seven, eight rebounds. I mean, that's you you can't put a number on how valuable that is, especially at his age. He's one of the he's the younger guy of the group out of all, you know, the big three, whatever you want to call him. Steph is 35 years old. People forget that he doesn't play like it, but he's 35. It's crazy. I cannot believe he's that old. Like it really I can. I remember when he was in college. I was in college. But his game doesn't look like a 35-year-old, though. You know, like he he plays with such a a joy and like energy to his game. He doesn't feel like a a 35-year-old guy, you know. So that's why I say that. But yeah, if that's really the case, no Wiggins for the rest of the season. That's even more reason why the West just continues to be more open because uh, I think people wanted to get back on that Warriors bandwagon, especially if you assume Wiggins will be back in the fold by playoff time. So without him, I, I don't see them going very far at all. Kevin Hench does minus three with Dave and Eddie. You know, if you want to go check that out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, you know, the, on the minus three feed. Had a scorcher of a take. The Boston Celtics right now are sitting second in the Eastern Conference, 47 and 22. Kevin Hedge says they could be a first round exit. Now, right now, they'd be playing the Miami Heat in the first round, but it'd likely be some combination of Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Wizards, maybe the Bulls, maybe the Nets, who they would play in the first round, depending on how things shake out. What's your take on that? I think the only way that has any rem- any possibility of happening is if they were to play the Miami Heat. Those other teams, no chance. Uh, last year we did see, you know, we may forget, the Heat did take the Celtics to seven games. And if uh, Jimmy Butler maybe would have drove to the rim instead of settling for a three, maybe that game turns out a little bit differently there, right? And I know the Heat have been struggling this year. Uh, their offense is pretty hard to watch at times. But they are a team, when they get into the playoffs, they are a team I think you have to be a little weary of because they do have the ingredients there. We know Jimmy Butler ups his game in the playoffs. He doesn't really have much interest in an 82-game regular season. But in the playoffs, he turns into like baby Michael Jordan, which is it's just crazy to me how he does that. Um, and then you still got Bam there. Tyler Hero is capable of having a few games in the series where he just goes ballistic and can't miss a shot. And I still think Eric Spoelstra is one of the top five coaches in the league. So, you know, and the, the Celtics have a first-time head coach. They've been playing really well, obviously. They got a lot of talent there. But Marcus Smart came out and recently just said 
he hasn't been near the guy he is defensively this year. He's been battling an injury all year. He said he's been a step or two slow, uh, paraphrasing there. So I think that is one matchup in the first round that could potentially knock Boston out, even though I will still have Boston win in that series, but it will be a very, very tough first round. But if you're talking about the Hawks, the Raptors, the Nets, or the Rap, the Wizards, none of those teams, I think, would give Boston even a six-game series, but Miami would. Yeah, I think both y'all tripping. Um, I think you don't think Miami would give them. You don't think Miami would give them any pushback? Not really. Kevin mm, okay. Love is playing a ton of minutes for Miami right now. Like you want to talk about a guy who looks his age? <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're, you're not you're not you're not buying into playoff Kevin Love, huh? At no, I <laughs> am not. Well, <laughs> let's take another quick break and then come back with our lemon pepper parlays. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. My lemon pepper parlay, I'm not messing around with any props or side. I'm, I'm just playing a side today. I'm taking the king to bounce back against the spread i'm taking them on the, i'm taking them against the spread i'm taking them to bounce back after the loss to milwaukee and the ensuing fight trey lyles will miss this game because of that and i will parlay that with the under in that same game the under is 13 and 3 in the last 16 home games for the bulls against the mm. team with a winning record that feels like a good number and that's why i'm betting it under okay. and the Kings on the spread. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. So my lemon pepper parlay today, I'm going with the Lakers minus three against Yuck. the Houston Rockets. They're three point favorites against the Rockets who have won eight road well, games. Well, that is because no Anthony Davis tonight. So that that's affecting the line, but I think they're, they're, dramatically undervaluing the Lakers without AD in this game. Minus three against the worst team in the NBA, probably. I know it's a back-to-back, but I think they have enough guys. Malik Beasley was hot last night. I think he continues that tonight. Still got D'Lo. I think D'Lo has one of those special games tonight without AD. 
Give me the Lakers yeah, he, to win this he, game. He wants to stay. He wants to stay in LA. Yeah, he is playing like a man yeah. who bought a house, not renting yeah. an apartment. Exactly. There you go. Maybe Sal can uh, help his mortgage as well. Right. Uh, so, uh, Lakers minus three, and then I'm pairing that with the player prop. I'm taking the over on Steph Curry's assist tonight against the Clippers at five and a half. I, I love that number. I think they're going to be able to get up and down the court tonight against a slow foot Clippers team. A lot of assist opportunities tonight, especially with the way Klay Thompson's been shooting, Jordan Poole. So there you go. Lakers minus three paired with the over on Steph Curry's assist at five and a half. Do you see Steph uh, talking stuff to Chris Paul? Yeah. He's not 2014 anymore. Yeah, he's not 2014 anymore. <laughs> I wonder what he'll have to say to Kawhi. He says, it's, not, like, it's not, what was that, 2018 anymore. It's not 2018 anymore. It's a different attitude around these parts. I know. He's going to say, no, say something to uh, Westbrook. It's not 2016 to 2015 anymore. It's a Westbrook. <laughs> Man, these guys. I tell you what, the Clippers really are an island of misfit toys when it comes to roster <laughs> building. Like, what did you do here? And John Wall in the preseason, Jerry West saw how John Wall is going to be a big part of the rotation, and then uh, John Wall doesn't play for them anymore. Well, that you know one thing. That, you know one thing that's not misfit about them. Have you seen the new arena out here in Inglewood? It's almost done, man. I actually haven't. Drive past it when you come out here, man. It looks it's gonna be it's gonna be state of the art, man. Yeah. It looks it looks really good, man. It's almost done. Yeah, I saw a bomber uh talking about how great the toilets are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you said you gotta have good toilets, man. Look, that's your key. You gotta be able to get the business out. <laughs> I think we're gonna All end right. <laughs> All right, man. Let's wrap this up. Enjoy the games tonight, and uh hopefully let's make some money. Rock chalk. Oh,